listening to the just means less acc podcast with your hosts micah and nick from fifth quarter acc nick how are we doing today are you okay micah how are you doing today why wouldn't i be okay you seem a little down no i mean it's a gloomy 45 degree day in nebraska in may so you know that's one way to i guess kick off the summer (laughs) But I'm good. I'm just hanging out. My cat's currently asleep on my lap, so I will be recording from the upright or from a somewhat laying down position until he wakes up. So it'll be an interesting podcast because normally I walk around or at least I'm sitting like upright. So this ought to be interesting. Yeah, I guess that, that makes sense. It, it's it, To make you feel better, it is rainy and gloomy here. It'll be like that all week in North Carolina. So um yeah, I feel you. But other than that, I mean, I'm good. Uh, as you all know, I mean, I, w- I went to Raleigh this weekend, and uh, State got their asses handed to by Wake Forest. Um, and as a State fan, I am very nervous and uh, anxious about making regionals because now – I did not expect to be in this position, uh, or at least NC State baseball fans did not expect to be in this position. Um, That was a rough weekend, for sure. Uh, And the fact that State has to play Wake Forest again tomorrow, uh, not something I'm looking forward to. But my trip to Raleigh was great. Uh, I, I miss that city. It's one of the best cities, I think, in the country. It's a perfect size, great quality people, clean city. Um, there's no way getting around it. I miss that city so much. Um, I got to meet um, Griffin, who runs Clutch Sports Wake Forest, uh, who does interact with us on Twitter, which was nice. Uh, I got to see him talk about the Wake Forest guys and the NC State guys. Uh, I'm going to give a big shout-out to him because he – loves what he does. I, I could tell just by the conversation I was having with him that he is very passionate about Wake Forest sports. I mean, the players know him. Um, and the fact that he's so young and he go, he told me that he has only missed two home games this year. And he tries to travel driving distance to the away games. Uh, he can only ma- he could only make the Saturday or no I'm sorry Friday game against NC State, but man, uh, I, I, Wake Forest fans, if you're listening and you haven't followed Griffin, he runs the Clutch Sports Wake Forest page. Give him a follow. There aren't a lot of passionate Wake Forest fans online, and he's the guy to do it. He gives you updates. I mean, this kid has total passion for it, and I respect it, and especially with a small school like Wake Forest. So. Um, I was happy to meet him, um, got a picture with him. So if you haven't checked that out, uh, go on our Twitter page, FQ just means less ACC. Uh, there's a picture of us, my state Jersey and his, um, Wake Forest Jersey. So that, that was really cool to meet him. Uh, I do. Can can I tell a funny story though, Micah, about the game I went to on Friday? Absolutely. Okay. So. Uh, 
So I, I, I was sitting with my brother, uh, my friend from NC State, who was my best friend from college, uh, my brother's girlfriend, and my sister. Uh, and shout out to my sister for letting us stay there over the staying at her place over the weekend. Um, so a guy that works at the athletic department, my brother used to do this kind of job, just like work the games and everything, came up to us and was like, are you guys current NC State students? And we we're like, no, but we're like alumni. And he said, let me see if I can do alumni. So uh, he comes back and he's like, yeah, alumni will work. So does anybody want to complete or finish the lyrics of the song we play in between the innings over the microphone? And I was like, Hell yeah, I'll do it. That seems like fun. Uh, he's like, great. And then my brother's girlfriend goes, can you do us a favor, though, when you introduce him? And he's like, yeah, what? And she said, you need to say his last name. You need to say. And he was like, why? He's like, it's nothing bad. Just say his full name. It's kind of a little joke with the Wake Forest baseball players. And he's like, okay. So I uh, follow him all the way. To the NC, we're sitting at the Wake Forest dugout by the Wake Forest dugout on the third base side. I go to the first base side of the NC State dugout. They have me stand on top of the dugout, and the guy comes up on the microphone. But before he does that, he's like, I have to say your last name. He's like, Yeah, I was like, Yeah, just go ahead and do it. He's like, Okay, that's fine. And so he says, Uh, all right, fan. So I have Nicholas Dioli here. And then I look at the corner of my eye and I see all the Wake Forest players just like hop up on the railing. Like, what? No way. And uh, I had to finish the lyric. I kind of botched it a little bit. Uh, it was the Shake It Off song by Taylor Swift. I, I missed like two words to start off what I was supposed to say. And then I, I basically I said, shake it off, shake it off. I missed like two words before that. In my defense, it was kind of hard to hear. Those speakers were not as loud as I thought they would be. And I didn't know what part of the song they were in. And also, I don't listen to a lot of Taylor Swift. Um, so I finished it. I turn around and all the Wake Forest guys are cheering me on like I had just hit a home run for them. Like I got the boys fired up. It was very, very, very funny. So then as I'm leaving, I get off the dugout. I won the prize, by the way. I won, like, a T-shirt. And uh, I'm walking up, and all the NC State fans are staring at me. And I'm wearing an NC State jersey. And uh, one of the girls that was sitting there by the railing was like, why is the whole Wake Forest baseball team cheering for you? <laughs> and I just said... Listen, it's a long story, but they know me. I'm from Winston, and they know me very well. Uh, yeah, so that was a very fun experience. Uh, I got to talk to a lot of fans. Um, I got to talk to a lot of uh, parents of players, which was nice. Uh, shout out to Michael Turconi's parents. Uh, they were very nice to talk to, a shortstop for Wake Forest. Um Man, but other than that, it was a great weekend in Raleigh. Got to see my friends. Uh, got to see some great baseball. It was hot. It was like low 90s. And now all of a sudden, it's right back down to the 70s. So we got a huge heat wave in North Carolina. Um, but a rough, rough weekend for my pack. And uh, 
yeah. So long story, but that's how my weekend went. And I'm excited to talk about the tournament starting tomorrow. But Micah, how are you doing? How was your weekend? Are you happy where Virginia's at? Who you guys drew? Give me, give me what you did. Yeah, the weekend was weekend was good. I mean, ain't much to do on a weekend in Nebraska. So I literally the only thing really productive that I did was work security for um, a for Eddie Montgomery from Montgomery Gentry at a concert in a cornfield out here. So I worked security for that just to you know give myself something to do, make a little bit of money, but. Other than that, I mean, I watched playoff hockey, uh, got some life stuff going on in terms of, you know, potential job. So figuring out what I'm going to be doing with my life is always a, always a good thing. It's my birthday on Wednesday and I'm definitely having the definition of a quarter life crisis right now. So, you know, life is, life's not bad. I don't have it bad, but you know, when you turn 25 and, or I'll be turning 26 now because I'm old as crap. You know, you kind of just start to wonder, you're living in the middle of Nebraska with your cat. No offense to my cat that's currently asleep, being all adorable. And you kind of wonder what you're doing with your life. So, you know, life is just throwing some curveballs. But it was a good weekend. I enjoyed watching some ACC baseball. I watched a couple of the Virginia games. I mainly watched college lacrosse if I wasn't watching playoff hockey. So, you know, obviously the Virginia got eliminated in college lacrosse too. What I really might be the best college lacrosse team I've ever seen in my entire life with this year's Maryland team. They're out for blood. So, you know, obviously credit to Maryland where credit is due. Virginia, unfortunately, will not get a three-peat national title. But, you know, it's kind of hard to do in sports. Uh, shout out, by the way, Virginia's men's tennis team for winning another national So in the last 24 hours, Virginia's won more national titles than Virginia Tech has ever won. So just keeping that in mind, you know, because Virginia Tech is the now the you know, school of champions in the Commonwealth because they won a conference baseball regular season title. So kudos to Virginia Tech. I guess that's I guess that outweighs a national championship, I guess. Um, so, yeah, no. This weekend, or it's not really League of ACC baseball is going to be, well, for lack of a better term, solid. I mean, Nick, I don't know if you saw D1 baseball's bracketology projections yet, but 11 of the 12 teams playing in Charlotte this week are projected to be in the NCAA tournament. And the one team sitting out, Pitt, probably has the most, or the right now after what happened last year in the ACC baseball tournament. You know, that kind of cost them a spot. And, you know, if they have a good run in the tournament this year, then you know, that could potentially be what gets them into the tournament. So, big weekend of AC, or week of ACC baseball in Charlotte. And uh, honestly, I think the way the pools played out, Nick, and we'll, we'll, we'll go through the pools here in a minute together and kind of talk about our opinions of toughest, most intriguing, so on and so forth. I think that the pools are pretty well balanced. Um, there is one pool that I think is the best. But other than that, I mean... I think they're pretty well balanced with a combination of teams that maybe are stronger, but also two teams that are not as strong. So, you know, I could see it going multiple ways. So it'll be intriguing to see how it plays out for sure. But Nick, I'll let you get this started with the AC baseball tournament. I guess I'll, I'll impose the first question, but then we'll go from there. What do you think, of the setup for the pools in terms of 
Do you think that they're pretty well balanced? I mean, obviously, it's not like this is a selection thing, so it's not like anyone got screwed over here where someone got seated improperly. But do you think that at the end of the day, these pools kind of represent the, the 1 through 12 that you would power rate this conference? Yeah, I, I would think so because um, I think this last weekend was uh, very telling and really opened up everything to where these teams lie. I have no arguments with it at all. I don't have any arguments at all with it. Um, I think everyone is seated fairly. Uh, I think it's kind of, I mean, it was uh, why, why I say telling is because teams got exposed and, you know, my team got exposed. Uh, my team did not finish well the last, you know, three weeks. We lost the series to Carolina. Uh, we beat Duke. But we lost a midweek game before that, and we got swept by Wake. So not good. Uh, I, I, it's fair. I mean, what, what what else can you say? It's fair. It's balanced. Um, I was talking to my brother today, though, and we were talking about the seedings and the pods or the pools, I should say. And it's hard for the not top four teams to advance to the semifinals. It's very hard. Um, I would not mind to try and see what – try one season maybe and see how it would be like if we did what the SEC did, where the top teams got a bye and you just have the other teams play it out and they advance. You know, just kind of like with the ACC tournament in basketball. Um, I don't know if – because I, I wonder how it works. I don't know if they eliminate two teams in the SEC like we do in the ACC. Um, I'm not sure, but it would be interesting to see. Uh, I would like to see that. But other than that, I mean, it's hard. But, you know, a team like Duke last year who was at the bottom uh, went 2-0, and they went and they went through. So it's hard. It's very hard, but you got to be the best. Uh, if you want to be the best, you got to beat the best. And the teams that are the best deserve to where they – deserve where they are. So, um not, yeah, not I really actually like I like the ACC because I, I think one thing that's missing, and I could be wrong, Nick. Maybe maybe I'm misunderstanding the SEC bracket. But from what I understand, the teams that get that first round by, they can only lose once. And I mean, obviously, if you lose twice in the ACC baseball tournament, you're done too. But technically, this gives you a mulligan in a sense to at least get that loss out of the way in the bracket pool and still advance. Like if you lose once in the SEC tournament, you're done. If you're the higher seed where the ACC side, for example, Louisville could lose or we'll use your side of the bracket pool C. Let's say Miami loses to, to state. If state loses once and everyone goes one and one. Miami, who had the better regular season deserves to advance, in my opinion. So I, I kind of like the way it breaks down, because if not, you're kind of in this boat where I mean, the only other way I would fix it is somehow figuring out a way to do a double elimination. That is the only way. But again, that would just take so daggone long. You'd almost have to make the turn. Two weeks. Eight teams. And if you do eight teams, that still takes a little bit of while, A. You know, no one. Then we, then we have four quality teams being left out <laughs> of a chance to play for a postseason. And, I mean, Nick, let's just be honest. NC State needs to have a good tournament. If, they, if we did yeah. an 18 tournament for double elimination, they don't even get a chance 
So if there's any any you know spoilers in a, a smaller conference, like for example, if Dallas Baptist doesn't win their conference, well, guess what? Dallas Baptist is going to steal a seat over NC State because NC State has nothing to nothing in the they're going to seat on getting swept by Lake. So you know, I think that it, I think the way the ACC do it does it is probably the best way to kind of include as many teams as possible. So I will give the ACC credit with that. So with that being said. Obviously, let's just quickly go through for the listeners who don't have it pulled up. Our, let's go by pool. Pool A features the number one seeded Virginia Tech Hokies, the eighth seeded North Carolina Tar Heels, and the 12th seeded Clemson Tigers. By the way, a Virginia fan is going to say, shout out to Virginia Tech, your highest ever ranking in college baseball at number two. That's honestly very impressive. We talked last time we talked baseball two weeks ago, Nick. What was the team that we, were, we thought was number one in our power rankings? Virginia Tech, and here they are, the yeah. team in the country. So we uh, we weren't wrong there, so pat on the back to both of us there. Uh, in Pool B, we've got the number two-seeded Louisville Cardinals, number seven, Georgia Tech, and number 11, Pitt. In Pool C, number three, Miami, number six, Wake, number 10, NC State. In Pool D, number four, Notre Dame, number five, Florida State. Nick, correct me if I'm wrong, but, I mean, Pool D is kind of supposed to be the best, but by God, I is the hardest by far. I mean, you've got two regional host teams at this point, and arguably, potentially a third. Like, if Florida State wins, it's the AC title game, they're probably hosting a regional, too. <laughs> so, you've got two teams that right now are, are projected to host regionals, and then another team that, you know, again, might not host one, but they're going to probably be on the two any regional that they're placed in. So... That, in my opinion, is clearly the best regional, but I mean, I'll let you call us for a rebuttal because I could hear out a second-place region of the one that features your beloved NC State Wolfpack. But I just think that Notre Dame and Virginia, like, we're talking about three teams making the College World Series all in the same bracket and pool. No, yeah. You know what, Micah? I 100% agree with you. That pool D is very, very good. And you're right. I think you just put it, like, uh, put it very correctly like if a pool were to go if a pool of teams were to go as far as possible in the region in the whole tournament in the ncaa tournament which pool are you picking i would pick pool d2 i mean virginia was just at the college world series they've been very consistent all year they've been great florida state they've been great notre dame they were in the super regionals last year they've been very consistent all year i mean that's what pool d is is a consistent balance of teams that don't shock you but they get the job done now florida state maybe a little disappointing this year but who cares like they they look good the ace and again the acc is very good and i'm not i wouldn't be surprised if you know florida state came out of this they would host a regional by far if they came out and go to the semifinals they would host a regional in the NCAA tournament. So I agree with you 100%. Uh, Pool D by far has the most talent. And probably We'll probably see the best baseball out of Pool D. Um, I, I assuming, I'm assuming that's what you think is the best too. Because you said earlier, I do think one is the best. And I believe that's what you're talking about. Yeah, absolutely. I mean... Nick, correct me if I'm wrong, because I finally have over the last week or two been able to watch a lot more of the ACC baseball, and I went back and, you know, looked at box scores and also watched, you know, some of the highlight videos and stuff on ACC Network, because I'm kind of, you know, I'm 
gonna be excited tomorrow that during work I'll have something to watch as soon as I get into work with you know the 10 a.m. my time first pitch with uh is it is it state first tomorrow or I can't remember no, who's uh, first state tomorrow. Is second tomorrow that's right state second tomorrow but Georgia anyway first. that's right which is gonna be a fun game too but anyways uh my the way I kind of I'm viewing Florida State and I watch a lot of that Florida State port I believe that was last weekend or maybe and I came, I honestly can't keep track of day in my life. But with that being said, that Florida State team is very similar of last year's NC State team. They when they are when they're cold, Nick, they are cold. They are not good. <laughs> not that's 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 a mean take. They are not a super regional to college world series type team. But when that team is on, I mean, they have arguably the third or fourth best talented roster in the entire, you know, ACC right now. So when you run when you run that kind of system back, I think you're in a real good spot to, to kind of set up your team for you know a, a real run at the whole thing. So that's where I kind of think Florida State's dangerous is you have the same type of situation as you did last year. Have the right time. I would bet against it. So definitely something to keep an eye on there. Um, but yeah, I think. I mean, are we in agreement that the second toughest pool then would be Pool C with Miami and Because I think we have three teams that could win it all. I think Wake is the opinion that I could see going two and zero. But at the same time, they're going to be the hottest team going into that pool, so they're going to benefit from the fact that you know and be there for for two of the games. It seems like done. Because of pitching spots, like they kind of have done, and some of their ACs, you know, had quality outings from every single one of their pitchers. I mean, it, Rhett Louder is that, is that correct? That's the closer, correct? I believe so. Rhett Louder, Nick. Uh oh. Can you hear me? Yes, I can hear you. Okay. I may have lost you for a second, so we'll pick back up. I was gonna say, basically you saw this weekend, Nick. Did you get that? Did you hear that? What I what I picked up from this weekend's game. Yeah, uh you asked me if Rhett was the closer and no, he's the he's the uh starting pitcher, he's the ace, basically. Okay, so, basically so that's what that's, that's what I meant. So yeah. He was shut down in that game by far. One of the best outings I've seen. And, like, they had great outings from the relief as well. I mean, obviously, in game one, that was the game where they blew it open in the ninth, right? It was like a 3-2 game, and then, you know, they drove in, was it 5 in the ninth or 4 in the ninth or something like that, and they blew it open. But every other game, they really needed kind of a shutdown performance because it was never really out of hand. So I was very impressed with what Wake did there. So you can run into the situation where they have the hottest hand. That pool is not going to be easy because... I think Miami's kind of been stuttering down the step a little bit, and they're going to have something to prove because that was supposed to be the best team in the conference, and here they are as a three seed. Yeah, so here, here are my thoughts on Pool C. I think it's the most interesting because Wake and State just played, and Wake just swept State in Raleigh. Now they have to play again three days later. It's really hard to beat a team – Four times in a row. Now, I did get the inside scoop 
that Rhett Louder will not be pitching against NC State on Tuesday. So I don't know who will be pitching for Wake. Um, that also brings the question, who will be starting for NC State? Because will they throw in their starter who pitched on Thursday against Wake Forest? I don't know. Um, if, if State really thinks that that's their ace, then maybe State should throw him in and have him pitch for innings to start off. Uh, for Wake, I feel like usually their midweek starter is Eric Alder or Seth Keener. Um, I, I, Wake barely used relief pitching. So their relief pitching is ready to go. They might use a relief pitcher for the NC State game. I don't know. Um, but we'll see. Uh, Seth is a very good pitcher. Eric uh, is a decent pitcher. We'll see what happens. Both have made midweek starts against uh, smaller schools, and they both dominated. They've both been pitching very well as of late. So I don't know. Uh, it's very interesting, too, because you just brought up with Miami. Miami, I don't think – yeah, Miami has not played Wake or State this year. So is Miami stuttering at the absolute wrong time to be seeing two teams that they have not seen together? If I'm, if you're one of the top four seeds, I think you have to look and be worried a little bit at Miami because, sure, NC State is struggling, but they can wake up tomorrow. They might as well. They they could very much well wake up tomorrow. Wake is the hottest team coming into the tournament. And Miami hasn't seen these two teams. So in Pool C or Pod C is going to be very interesting uh, going into tomorrow. Um, I I don't know. We'll we'll see. There's a clear advantage, obviously, with Miami getting an extra day. Um, But you never know. I mean, Wake is very hot, and NC State could wake right back up for this tournament. This, This pod is the most interesting, I believe. And I also think, too, that something that, like you kind of noted, too, in terms of who does NC State trot out, you have to trot out your best pitcher on tomorrow against you Wake. Have you have to. Because you can, NC State cannot afford to lose four straight to Wake. I don't care if they even beat Miami. I don't know if that's enough to get them in. Now, if they can beat Wake and lose to Miami, I think they're in. And I sound crazy. It's like, well, Miami's a better win. But to just have that win against Wake on your resume when Wake could be the... I think Wake's pretty much locked in now. But just to be safe, you know, Miami's not going to be on the bubble. (laughs) So you don't have to worry about the head-to-head comparison with Miami. So, and also, too, I mean, again, on the Wake side, like, if you're Wake Forest, not saying you do not care about the NC State outcome, but if you beat Miami, you've probably locked yourself up as a... Probably a two seed to be honest, in, in someone's regional. So, or or the dangerous three seed that you know we're all going like, uh oh, if you're the two seed, you're gonna be scared of shitless stuff. So, I think it's very intriguing how that pool breaks out because, like you said, hard to beat the same team four times in a row, and you know Wake Forest probably feels comfortable not trotting Red out there against them because it wasn't like Red pitched all three games this weekend, so. Definitely something to keep a note of and definitely plays a big role in what could be the outcome of the ACC tournament in general. So with that being said, I think we got to obviously talk about Pool B and Pool A. I, my question to you, Nick, because I'm, I'm back and forth on it. Which pool is deeper? 
pull A or pull B? I kind of lean pull A. I think Virginia Tech may have gotten the broad end of the stick because even though I think Georgia Tech is much better than both UNC and Clemson, I think having Pitt, Pitt's that dark horse team. I really, I'm, I don't know why. I'm, I'm not betting against Pitt. Like, if Pitt goes out and wins tomorrow against Georgia Tech, I might be dumb enough to say Pitt wins, which might be a little, you know, on the flip side, I kind of feel like that's what's happening here. So, you know, it's, it's anybody's game, obviously, but that's kind of my thought process right now, is that that's what's going to be going on 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 that side of the thing. So, just depending on where we're at, kind of plays the role of where we end up in that pool. But I think pool, I think pool A is a little bit deeper than pool B, only because Clemson and Pitt have the most to lose, but I mean, think about it. Clemson has played themselves into the tournament as of late. So what does that mean? They're going to have to continue to do so. And if Clemson can beat Virginia Tech, they've probably locked themselves in. to Like, if they go one and one, but they beat Virginia Tech, they've probably locked themselves into the NCAA tournament. So it's something to take note of where Pitt probably realizes they have to win their pool to get in. There's some danger to that, but I think at the same time, Tech's got on their back. And UNC is the is less locked in than the ninth state, or I'd even say maybe even the 10 seed NC state, depending on who you talk to. So I think there's a lot of danger on that pool A to where I think more up in the air than maybe pool B is. But like Pitt being in pool B, the more I think about it, I'm like, eh, maybe pool B after all. Yeah, you know, I. You're right. I, I, I don't hate that take at all with Pitt being a dark horse because I, I have a dark horse team too, and it's in the same pool. And I think Georgia Tech could be a dark horse to go because they have been – we've seen glimpses of them in the top ten in the nation. Um, now, they, they have fallen off a little bit. You know, our expe- expectations were so high of Georgia Tech this season. They're still a great team. And you never know. They could pull it off. I, I, I think they have the talent to do it. Uh, it's just two games. You take one. That's what's fun about this kind of pool system, why I kind of like it a little bit. is because it's one pitch at a time, one at bat at a time. Just take your time and just do it. I think Georgia Tech, they have the talent. They've been there before. They can do it. I really believe they can. So I think Georgia Tech is a great dark horse team, in my opinion. But Pitt, I mean, yeah, you're right. Pitt's got the chip on their shoulder. You mentioned it like, you know, 20 minutes ago. Pitt lost their hopes uh, or lost their champion or uh, tournament hopes last year because they finished off the season getting swept by NC State and getting swept by Wake Forest, who, by the way, did not even make the ACC tournament last year. So you never know. Pitt could have a chip on their shoulder and they could turn it on right now. Um, And with pool B, it's like one of these doesn't fit. And I'm not trying to like hate on North Carolina. North Carolina had a decent season this year, but let's be honest with NC state struggling and wake forest, just turning it on all of a sudden North Carolina is in the eighth seed. And no one saw that. Like, NC State is supposed to be where Clemson – or in that pool with Virginia Tech and Clemson. 
So I'm not trying to hate on North Carolina again, but no one saw that coming. Everyone thought North Carolina would be like one of the bottom three teams to make it in. But I think with how everything played out this weekend, that's where they are. Um, oh, yeah. No, I think I think you're looking at the most awkward. Like, if you were to power rate the 12 teams, I think they're the most awkwardly spotted team. Like, I in terms of I, I, I think that North Carolina would be a 10 or 11 if you power rated them, but here they are sitting at 8. I 100% agree with you. That That's probably my one little ick with how everything turned out. I think everything turned out really well, but North Carolina at 8, I mean, that's what happens with this week, with this past weekend, with the State Wake series. Uh, they they bumped up a lot, and they took that spot from NC State. So, you're I 100% agree with you. And so, like, that's what's cool about North Carolina is like, for all North Carolina fans that might be listening, going, "Oh, here we go again, the slander from the Virginia and NC State fan." That's credit to you that that when you look at this team and you look around the conference, that so you go, "Oh, this North Carolina team has question marks," but here they are sitting in the top eight. Which, if you're a top eight in the AC baseball tournament, as long as they don't go out and get swept, and I don't mean just swept, I mean like hammered, like let's say Clemson rolls them 13 nothing, and then Tech beats them 14-2, I think they're in, regardless. And that's credit to you. Like that is because, I mean, what, a month ago when we start, first really started deep diving baseball, we were like, yeah, North Carolina's finally going to make the tournament. And now here we are, kind of almost locking them in, at least I am. So I think that's something to definitely take note of with moving forward. Now, and I'll Nick, give, we have, real quick, I'll give them credit. They swept Florida State over the weekend, which is not yep. easy to do. So they also did. They also played their way in to where they are at too. They did get help from Wake and State. Everything that could have happened for North Carolina did. Yeah, basically, absolutely. So. so with that being said, Nick, it is time for the most important part of this entire podcast. It is predicting the ACB. Where we're going to go is we're going to go pool by pool. I don't need records. I just want to know who you think comes out. Now, obviously, feel free to explain. Like, for example, if you have North Carolina winning pool A, let's say, please explain why, because that means they have to go 2-0 and more than likely, or Virginia Tech had to get swept. So, but that, I don't even think that's possible because, yeah, it wouldn't be possible because that would be, there's no way a team can get swept 0-2 and, and have 2-1-1. One, and one. So, anyways... That being said, let's go pool by pool. We'll start, obviously, in alphabetical order with pool A. Nick, I think it's clearly the Hokies. I think the Hokies are, even though, you know, they have the chip on their shoulder, and, or not chip on their shoulder, they have a target on their back, I just think that, that they are clearly the best team. And to be honest, Nick, again, this is going to sound like North Carolina slander, but I think there's a good chance that they go 2-0, and Hokies do, and then Clemson goes 1-1, and North Carolina goes 0-2. I think Clemson's going to... They're going to go balls to the wall because, I mean, they're in because of their non-conference stuff, but, you know, they're they're kind of question mark right now with how everything else is kind of playing out. I mean, they were the last team to punch their tickets, so they have probably the most to prove minus Pitt. So and that's kind of how I see that playing out. But I think Virginia Tech wins the pool and they win it by going 2-0. Dude, like, I'm on the same – I'm with you. I am 100% with you on everything that you just said. Virginia Tech – by far the best team in this conference, I think. Um, North Carolina, that, and I think they will go 2-0. and uh, I think Clemson will go 1-1, one and one, and I think North Carolina will go 0-2. I 100% agree, and here's why. You're right. Clemson, they are being saved right now with their overall record because of how well they did in the out-of-conference, and that's what's saving them right now. If they want to 
solidify their mark in the tournament. They have to beat North Carolina. And that's a great win with how hot North Carolina is going into this thing. And who knows? North Carolina, they might feel like they they played their way in. They didn't expect to be this high in the tournament. Uh, and they could go 0-2. I mean, they just swept Florida State. Who knows what could happen? Uh, and Clemson fans will turn out for this game. So will North Carolina fans for sure. I have seen that happen. Um, but I agree. 2-0 and Virginia Tech, 1-1 one one Clemson, 0-2 North Carolina. Perfect. All right. In Pool B, we've got Louisville, Georgia Tech, we've got Pitt. Nick, I think Louisville wins it. But you want to know my reasoning why? I think it's a 1-1 series split all three ways. I think, I think someone's going to get somebody, and then the other person's going to get the other guy. You know, I, I do think that Pitt's going to win a game in the conference tournament this year because of what happened last year. I like Georgia Tech. I think they're clearly in the tournament. Those things where Pitt gets Georgia Tech tomorrow, and then Georgia Tech gets Louisville. But they're... You know, Georgia Tech's kind of trying to fight. I don't know if you saw D1 Baseball's predictions, Nick, but I've seen the most sexy regional I've ever seen in my entire life predicted by them. It was number one seeded Georgia Southern, two seeded three Georgia Tech. Who the floor was, I don't care. You're telling me that Georgia, oh Georgia and Georgia Tech get to go to Georgia Southern? Probably the no offense, but I think that's the best of the three, like, in terms of, if I want to, if I think college baseball, I think small town, you know, passionate fans. Georgia Southern. <laughs> I don't know if you know Georgia Southern baseball following, but it's pretty massive. It is massive, yes. Cool. Like, the Sun Belt might be the most underrated conference in college baseball. So, with that being said, <laughs> you know, that just sounds amazing to me. But I think it's a three-way tie, and obviously based off ACC tournament rules, for those that don't, highest seed makes it if all three teams are tied. Louisville in this case, so I think Louisville advances purely because of tiebreaker. Yeah, I agree with you. I think it goes uh, 1-1-1-1-1 all the way through. Uh, I think Louisville gets out of this. I mean, that that's the benefit of uh, being one of the top seeds, is that you just have to win one game and you're in the semifinals. Um, so what will Louisville do if they beat Pitt? Like, let's say Pitt beats Georgia Tech, and then right away – Pitt's got to play Louisville the next day. So will Pitt will uh, will Pitt be tired? Louisville, all they got to do, they just got to win one game. And then will they just rest their guys? That's what State did last year. All they had to do was beat Pitt, and they put in a freshman pitcher against Carolina the next day, and they lost, but they didn't really care because they were already going to the semifinals. So I think uh, Pitt will beat Georgia Tech. Uh, and then Louisville will beat Pitt, and then I think Louisville will lose to Georgia Tech. So that's my way of thinking on uh, Pool B. That's how I think it's going to turn out. I love it. I love it. All right, Nick, Pool C. Do it. I think your pack do it. Wow. I, 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 I don't know why. I think my reasoning behind is I, I don't – that Miami's going to rest, guys. I don't necessarily think it's that. But I do think, you know, after what happened this weekend, and I'm sorry to any Wake Forest baseball players or fans that are listening to this, I still think NC State's a better team. It might be a terrible take because they just, you know, they obviously just got swept. But 
hey, Wake Forest fans, I have a consistent feeling of Wake Forest when they beat a team. It doesn't mean they're better, a.k.a. our Wake Forest, North Carolina debate we had for a while there. Um, and who ended up being right? So with that being said, do you think that at the end of the day, NC State has a bunch of guys that want nothing to get a shot back at the NCAA and make a run back to Omaha? Run it back. And honestly, Nick, if they don't sleep, I don't know if there's a guarantee they run it back. I really don't. I do think if they won against Miami or Wake, they're still sitting pretty good. They're the last four team in for D1 baseball and for Baseball America. But again, there are a bunch of bid stealers. You know, conference tournaments are happening across the country. If a top 20 team in a smaller conference loses to a bid stealer, that's a spot that NC State doesn't get if they don't get the automatic qualifier in the ACC. So I think they're going to have a chip on their shoulder. I think, I can't believe I'm saying this, but I think the Wolfpack Nation is going to show up and make Charlotte a home field advantage for them comparatively to the two teams in their pool. And I just think that NC State's going to find a way to do it. I really do. And I also think, crazy hot take, I think Wake's the one and one team. I think the highest seed here is the 0-2 Miami Hurricanes. Why? So you think Miami's going to go 0-2? I do. I think Miami is the team most likely, in my opinion, in the ACC to play themselves out of a regional in this tournament. Wow. All right. Well, this is why I love this pool. Uh, I'm taking my bias out of it because, like I said before, um, it's interesting because these two teams just play each other as uh, I am talking about NC State and Wake Forest has not seen these two teams so with that being said i love your confidence micah uh i think pack nation will show up to charlotte they did last year they will this year uh i'm gonna get the boys fired up on fq wolf pack we have to pack out charlotte um here's my prediction i do think miami makes it out i think they go one and one I think State gets their revenge on Wake Forest. Um, I the reason the reason being is because State needs this very badly, and not only for baseball, but dude, if we don't win where it matters, Wake will have swept NC State all year in football, in basketball, and in baseball. You know, we as NC State fans, we're trying to compete with North Carolina, but I guess we've kind of forgot how good Wake Forest is becoming, and they're biting at us right now. Um, so as a program or as an athletic department, you need NC State to beat Wake Forest in this game. Uh, but as for the boys, man, they they want nothing more to get to win where it matters, to beat Wake Forest. Uh, Rhett will not be pitching, thank God, even though uh, Rhett's the man. Um, but I think Wake or State will get their revenge. I would, I, I really want to pick State to beat Miami because if any bottom four team is going to make it to the semifinals, it's NC State, I believe, because they have the experience. Now, I know their guys are young, but they still have two guys on that team from the Omaha team. Okay, and they still have some pitching staff that's on that Omaha team. Um, 
the relief pitching is what I worry about for NC State. Now, all of a sudden, the bats have gone quiet, and I don't think that will last. I don't think it will last, depending on who Wake throws out there. So I think State will beat Wake. I think, uh, let's see, and then after that, man, I want to pick State so bad. I don't. I just. I don't know. That's why I'm scared. That's why I'm questioning Miami, because they have not seen these guys. And is Miami sputtering? I mean, last, two weeks ago we were talking about them being a one seed in this thing. Now they're a three. I think I'm just going to stay with Miami. They've got the talent. They've been pretty consistent all year. Um, and then I think Wake will beat Miami on Thursday. I think Miami will advance. Uh, but hopefully State will have solidified their place in the NCAA tournament. So I'll go State beats Wake, Miami beats State, and then Wake will beat Miami. I like it. I like it. So the way I – I want to pick Virginia because I really do think that Virginia of the three, and that's not even just bias. Again, talking postseason baseball, you have to factor in who's been there before. But – I think this is a one-in-one pool. Like, if I, I don't think that Florida State's going winless in this, and I don't think, but obviously by that logic, means everyone's splitting. See Virginia, but then losing to Florida State, or vice versa. Florida State, but then they beat Virginia. So I think it's a one-in-one pool. through. I kind of lean Virginia here, but again, I think this is not for anyone's fault because Virginia lost their series against Louisville. Virginia, should, in my opinion, is the third or fourth best team in this. They're a five seed. And so by that rule, you got to go get the job done. And I think Notre Dame finds one in the, in the two of the, of the games, whether it be Florida State or Virginia. Uh, Micah, why do we always do this to each other, man? Why are we such advocates for the other person's team? You, no, we, I did this, we did this during football season um, where I was, like, in love with Brennan Armstrong. I thought Virginia had a great shot of coming out of the Coastal last football season. And I have them coming out of this pool and going to the semifinals. Um, I think Notre Dame, uh, they had a tough series to end it against Miami. And, I mean, they gave up a ton of runs uh, against Miami this week, this weekend. Um, and Virginia has been very consistent. They've been in the top 25 all year. Um, they have the experience. I love this Virginia team so much. I mean, like, I think also because not only you, but also because of my old college roommate. Shout out Jack Reidenhauer. He does all the socials and videos for Virginia, not only baseball, but football and basketball, too. All the sports, really. And um, I'm just seeing it everywhere. You know, you got Stephen Shock on your side, which is awesome. Virginia, I think, comes out of this. I think they get the win against Notre Dame. Um, and I think they get the win against Florida State to start off. So that, that, that's my pick right now. Or I'm sorry. Wait, uh, who do they start off with? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They start off with Florida State. Okay, so that, that's, I like who I, that's who I think. I, I love Virginia. They've been great all year. Um, yeah, I, I just can't believe how, how we always pick one another's teams to do well, you know? 
Right, well then, with that being said, Nick, I don't want to predict the final four thing because, well, I guess we could to a sense, but we have differing, differentiating teams. So, you know, obviously for those that don't know, Group A would play Group D. So in my bracket, that's Notre Dame, Virginia Tech. In uh, Nick's bracket, that's Virginia Porn with Virginia, Virginia Tech. Obviously in my bracket for the other semifinal, I'd have NC State and I would have, why am I drawing a blank all of a sudden? Oh my goodness, who's the two seed? Why am I drawing a blank? Louisville. No, it's not Louisville. They're the three. Oh, no, yeah, you're right. You're right, you're right, you're right, you're right. You're right. Louisville's the two. Um, so anyways, Louisville. So, you know, with that being said, I just, way too hard. This bracket, I don't know anything about the brackets. I can't remember what pool is who. That would be Louisville versus NC State in mine, and that would be Louisville versus Miami in, or, yes, Louisville versus Miami in yours. I think, Nick, instead of predicting games, let's just predict our champion. My champion, the NC State Wolfpack. Oh, my God. Why do you do this to me? Nick, why I'm do you do this? All right, explain. I'm telling you, man. To explain what's going on. I, I know they just got swept. This team is too damn good to just, like, and I'm not saying people are them off, but does it not feel like people are kind of like, ah, NC State's kind of eh now? Like, we're talking about a team that was potentially hosting a regional three weeks, and now we're talking about the last team in. That's bullshit. I'm sorry. I, I don't know. And I, I, to be honest, I think part of the reason why, of the pools, your end, Virginia, Virginia Tech, my end, Notre Dame, Virginia Tech, I think Notre Dame can get it done over both of those teams. Or I think Virginia could get it done over Virginia Tech. Virginia's out for blood. They, they split their season series with them. That's the tiebreaker. You know, I think that there's, I think the, the, pool, the pool B, pool C matchup gets the benefit of the doubt because I think whoever they're playing is obviously a better setup than the pool A, pool D is. And I would argue again that Louisville and Notre Dame are, are pretty much the same team but the difference is Notre Dame's the underdog in their matchup and Louisville. So I think there's a, a benefit to that regardless. I, I think, too, think about it, Nick. Based on my logic, I have NC State sweeping their pool. So they're going to be riding a two-game winning streak. More than likely, they're going to throw their ace in game one tomorrow, and maybe they won't. But if they don't, I don't expect them to be throwing it in game two. So that means their ace could be ready for game three regardless. State has the most to lose, in my opinion, in this AC tournament. I know it's predicted to be the last team in, where NC State's the fourth last team in or whatever. But I think that NC State, all season, Nick, has it not been to get back to Omaha? And right now, we're barely talking that they're going to be playing in a regional. So they have the, I think they have the biggest, they have the biggest chip on their shoulder, the talent to be, actually, be able to actually do that. Dude. Go yeah, back. You know what? I, I, I will. <laughs> I, I will try to defend you on that because uh, State would be playing Virginia Tech. State would not, and then they would knock out the winner of Virginia Tech Notre Dame in my end. I think it would be Notre Dame to be honest. I think it would be Notre Dame versus NC State in the championship, and I like my odds of NC State there. All right. Now that you explained it, I don't hate it because. Louisville was one of those series that NC State should have won or possibly swept, and they gave it up. Uh, so I will defend you right there for sure. Um, man, Micah, 
Now you're getting me all hyped up, and I hate it when you do that. I hate that because then I'm gonna get <laughs> I'm gonna be so disappointed when it doesn't happen. Uh, all right. So coming out for me. Let's see. Uh, who do I have again? I've got uh, Virginia Tech playing. I guess Virginia, and then I have Louisville playing Miami. Okay. All right, so my ch- I'll give you my championship game. I'll give you my champion. So I think my championship game is going to be Louisville and Virginia. Wait, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think Virginia will upset Virginia Tech. Um, I know they're the higher seed. I know they've been dominant all year. But has the experience that they've been here before. So I'll go Virginia in my championship game. And – the uh, road ends here for Miami. I think they run into a very hot Louisville team who has been consistent all year. They have not been fading away at all. Um, and my champion, I'm going to go with the Louisville Cardinals. They have been so good, not only this year, uh, but years past. Now, I know they got snubbed out. I was shocked when they got snubbed out of the AC or the NCAA tournament last year. Absolutely shocked. I did not see that coming. Uh, I was actually felt pretty. I was actually pretty upset that. Yeah, that made that made no sense last year because like Pitt made sense because I mean as much as I hate to say it, brand does play a role in who gets an at large spot. It always does. As much as I want to say it shouldn't matter, it does. So Pitt getting snubbed kind of made sense because nobody equates pace Pitt with good baseball. But Louisville, yeah, I think Pitt had the better resume. But at the same time, I yeah, I, I wouldn't say I was as shocked as you were, but I definitely thought it was surprising considering they kind of leaned brands, but yet then left out one of the biggest brands in college baseball. Yeah, exactly. So, you know what? I will go with the Louisville Cardinals as my champion. They, You just brought up a great point. They have a chip on their shoulder, too. They got snubbed out of the NCAA tournament. I was pretty upset about it, not only for them, but as the – for the conference as a whole, because the ACC was good last year. And for Louisville not to be in it really did make me upset for them. Um, but they've been playing with a chip on their shoulder all year. I think they get the job done. They get done with their pool. I think they beat Miami. I think they beat Virginia in the ACC championship. So the Louisville Cardinals are my 2022 ACC tournament champions. Love it. Love it. Well, that's all we've got for today. This is going to be one hell of a tournament. Nick, I know we don't normally do this, but we've, we've fallen in love with baseball. I've fallen in love with it. You've obviously been more of a fan than I have in terms of long-term. I think we have to do another podcast next week previewing the NCAA tournament. I know we normally go back and forth between football, but we have to recap this as well as preview the NCAA tournament. It's going to be a hell of a weekend. For anyone that is in the Charlotte area or somewhat close, Friday and Saturday, fantastic deals. Four tickets for $44. It includes Bojangles gift cards, so you can get Bojangles after the game. So highly recommend that package. Uh, Friday is get a picture with what should be Nick's favorite team's World Series trophy, but unfortunately it is the Atlanta Braves World Series trophy. So if anyone wants a picture with the World Series trophy, it'll be at the second, the third, second and third game of the day on Friday. But it is going to be a phenomenal series. Nick, thank God you didn't pick Virginia to win at all because then everyone would just hate our podcast because then people would think that we're colluding to pick each other's teams. But 
it's going to be a hell of a tournament. And the fact that, you know, Nick, I know I'm trying not to hype you up, but the fact that I feel confident that a nine or 10 seed, right? Yeah. 10 seed can win the whole thing. No, 10 seed or 11? 10. 10. 10. Yeah. 10 seed. Keep the intention match up with seven, but obviously there's 12 teams. So anyways, the 10 seed can win it all. And again, I, I kind of like Pitt. The problem is I don't think Pitt can win two. That's my biggest problem right now with Pitt. Nick, actually, before we go, hot off the mic, how many ACC teams make the tournament? Obviously, we have 12 in the conference tournament, but how many of them make the NCAA? Because unfortunately, no offense to Duke or Boston College, but you're not making the NCAA tournament. So who is making, I guess, how, how many? Not who, but how many are making the tournament come Selection Sunday? Oh, man. Right now, they're predicting 11, which is crazy. I mean, like, we're seeing all the – that's what's great about this year's tournament, ACC tournament, is because you're going to be seeing these guys. They're predicting they're, you're going to be seeing these guys in the NCAA tournament. But I will say – I will say mm, – I'll put the over or under at nine and a half. I'm taking the over. I'm going 11. I think that there's 11 because oh, – because, because think about it. I, I think Clemson's out of – I think Clemson's out of conference will get them in. And if for some odd reason it doesn't, I think that means that Pitt may have potentially played their way in. I really do think the ACC's got 11. It's been clear all year. It's the best conference. And think about it. We've predicted a, a decent amount of one and one series. Like, we didn't have the one through four seeds advance because they were sweeping. So, definitely something of note. I think it's something to take, keep an eye on. Because, like, I mean, again, I would be willing with nine and a half, Nick, I would hammer that easily. And I think it, I, I don't think we're getting less than ten. That's for sure. I, Levin might be pushing it, but I don't think there's less than ten because Clemson's out of conference is enough to get him in. Pick and sneak. Like I feel more comfortable thinking we get twelve than nine. To be completely honest with you, twelve is obviously a stretch, but I think nine would just be like nine would take like NC State getting hammered in both of their games. It would take. Clemson getting hammered in both of their games, and it would take Pitt getting hammered in both of their games. I, I think Florida State could get hammered and still gets in because of brand alone. And because they have a pretty solid resume. I mean, again, they've beaten Florida. They've beaten Miami. So, you know, it's, it's anyone's ballgame. But that's my, that's my take. Nick's hammering it as well. But, Nick, that's all I've got. i got to wrap this up here soon. Any final thoughts? And if so, or if not, either way, send us off. One little quick hack for everybody. Um, if you're looking to get tickets very cheap, uh, go onto the Charlotte Knights website for this weekend. That's the cheapest way to get tickets. That's how we, yep. my brother and I did it last year. Tickets were like 30 bucks, 20 bucks. Uh, and it's a great atmosphere. And you know what? Real quick, if you guys listen and you're going to Charlotte for this tournament, send us, DM us pictures, send us pictures, tweet at us. Uh, yeah, we will retweet all of them. We will retweet anything. So if you're going to Charlotte, you listen to us, tweet at us. We'll retweet your pictures. Tell us who you're a fan of. I'm so excited for this week. I've been looking forward to it since the season started. Uh, a lot of great teams. I wish I could be there this year, but I am uh, have some personal things I'm doing this week. Uh, so other than that, man, I can't wait. It's going to be a great week. Uh, and go ECC. Go ACC and go pack from Micah. Oh, my God.